Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me this week is everyone once again. I'll go around the room. Mitch, how are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Self? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Hannah, how are you? Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. Victoria, Corona <laughs> life. Next question. <laughs> All right. And um, we've got JD down there in the bottom corner on my screen anyway. How are you, JD? Fantastic, mate. How about yourself? Yeah, good. Just a little bit jelly of what you got delivered this morning. Oh, yeah. Um, so Elaborate yeah, on. <laughs> uh, um, there's a, a limited sure. edition Fanatec um, Formula One steering wheel. Um, oh, it's pretty. There was limited, I think, 500 of them or something. That was so yeah, 2020. <laughs> It was a 2020 of them, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, so he picked one of them up. Um, we were all joking about when they got released. Yes, there was a birthday present from his wife. But yes, very jelly. Um, we'll have to come over and test it. I was even going to send you a message today. Go, man, come on. I've got the direct drive. Bring it over. We'll chuck it on the real rig. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on a proper one. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> We don't even have to worry about esports because we actually had both real cars, Formula One and supercars, actually on the track in the past fortnight. Oh, How good was that? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. It's good yeah, some real racing back under our belt. We both have got, I think all of us have gone. How good was the racing? That was the best racing we've ever seen. Is that because it's like the first racing we've seen since February? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that, it's not that first hit of crack, man. That's what gets you. Like sex when you haven't had it in a while, but no, <laughs> <laughs> not when it comes to crack. Anyway, Jesus, calm down. You gotta slow that ramp in. <laughs> uh, we got that little E next to the show. It's we are so two minutes in. We're already talking about crack and sex. Well, well done. Please. There was no uh, sex talking to you. Brought it up. Hey, it goes crack. hand in hand with crack. Like, it doesn't take too long to be. Anyway, we're talking about the supercars. How did everyone enjoy supercars at Sydney with this, the new format that they're doing? It was pretty much quick fire. Um, You got very little practice, very little running, the world's longest shootout, and then limited tyres. That made the biggest deal, I think. The limited tyres changed the grid up. People had to sacrifice races just to get mm. through the weekend. Mm. I, I thought it was fun. It was interesting. It was good. Like, yeah, exactly. You didn't have the same teams at the front that could put together good tyre usage and enough tyres to get them through a whole weekend that they don't have to worry about tyre wear, where you had teams that were like, well, you know what? I didn't qualify very well. I'm down the back for that race. Let's just use qualifying tyres in that race. And we'll throw all the good tires at, say, race number three because I qualified in fifth or something like that and opposed mm-hmm. to 14th or something in the race before it. And all of a sudden, they're real contenders. Like, it's it was an amazing thing. Like, Saturday's race, I found, was a little bit procedural. Like, it, it had good tire wear. Like, like we had that quick uh, drop off of the tires, et cetera, and people had to manage it. But it I was a Sunday race. I think the strategy really- side. Yeah, I think Saturday was everyone pretty much had decent tyres on. Yeah, mm. I agreed. Yeah, yeah. So that was, was that was when you fantastic. Had two sets of qualifying results in hand before you race as well, that you can kind of inform those decisions a bit better and be like, Do you know what, let's sacrifice this race, let's come back for the next. 
But yeah, I think Limited Data had a similar hand in that. Yeah, that yeah. was interesting because it's obviously come down to now who the drivers, how well you can feed that back because, I mean, that was a driver's yeah, exactly. skill, being able to tell the engineers, this is what the car's doing. We need to go this direction or this way. But, yeah. you know, with everyone sitting there looking at computers going, well, the engineers are like, well, no, nah, this is what needs to happen because we can see it on the data. Mm. Yeah, well, with tire pressure monitors and other things, they can see how hot tires are getting, and they can tell them to stop pushing, etc. Now we take we've reined that all in a little bit, so they're not seeing it live, which is really good. It's a bit more up to the driver to know: Have I got the car underneath me? Do I keep pushing? Oh no, push too long. Tires are falling off the thing. Like we're we're now mm. going to go backwards. Like it was really good to see that management come back to the drivers. I love that. Um, and it really highlights those good relationships between drivers and engineers and the ones who know how to talk to one another. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is like it's one of the things that's going to highlight those drivers that have that really strong relationship like you're talking about, Hannah, with like, you know, Chaz and his engineer that have been together, Adam DeBore, have been together for how long now? Like, Ever. Oh, must be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there was only that Pretty one year that they worked together. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And- They'd have their own language by now. Like he might say something. He's like, "Well, I know what he means. He doesn't mean that, but I know when he says that, it means this." Yeah, sure. so that's going to be fantastic. He doesn't to mean see. to hurt me. No. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he calls me a prick, he doesn't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> he means it's well, understood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> relationships out there. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. What but it'll did be you guys now that we're going back there and they will have that data in hand? What will happen? Yeah, it's coming weekend, I think. Oh, they're doing that again, right? Yeah, they're going, they're pretty much doing the same format again, except no, this time we got mixture They've of soft the and hard. Tires up. Yeah, yeah, so we got different tires this week. Okay. I think it's still three races. Um, we've, I'm pretty, uh, are they bringing back the top 15 shootout? What did you guys think of that? Did it go too long? Oh my god, I think yes. it. it dragged on a bit <laughs> it was cool but by like car number eight i was a bit like yeah righto so <laughs> can we roll this on yeah. a bit I feel like i'm like either we just do made for shit tv yeah either that or just do all 24 cars get one lap and just boom there you go yeah you may as well do the whole field at that point if you're going to do 15 do all of them just yeah, don't have a qualifying thing just just go one holes shootout. Like everyone gets one lap. That's your qualifying lap. Yeah, that would be more pressure. That would be good. I wouldn't mind seeing it just cut back to the normal ten. Just yeah. a normal yeah. qualifying yeah. session, and then tens, which is probably mm. I do harder like a on them. Going to use the tires as well. Did they get an extra set for that? I think they did, didn't they? I'm not sure. I don't know. Can't remember. Yeah, can't remember. It's, I find it funny because I thought this year we're like, oh, we're getting rid of the tire bank. We're all going to have new tires. And now it's like, oh, no, we're restricted on tires. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, the tires are already still here. Like, already here. They're obviously onshore. But I get the whole cost-saving perspective of it all. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, a bit the done like, like, good chunk of the tire <laughs> thing to spice up the racing too. Like, yeah, that was sort of it. Bring like, the entertainment back. brand new tires, then it's not, um, it's not as interesting if everyone's got brand new sunk into their car <laughs> yeah but well, it's like what we the interesting about. thing about you can go on oh i was going to say what we talked about pre-show with the fact that some teams are very much focused on winning a championship we're looking at you know obviously scotty mack and you're looking at j-dub uh, svg all those drivers are looking to dominate a championship so they can't sacrifice races and when we have these races where 
you've got three races over a weekend and you've got, say, two and a half races worth of tyres, mm. these guys are trying to put good batches together to make all of them sort of equal so they can be sort of top five for the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Maybe win the Saturday race because they've got good tyres versus everyone else with good tyres. But the two Sunday races, they're trying to even it out so that they can be up the front of the field for both races where you have teams like obviously what happened last weekend with um, BJR, Mm-hmm. obviously having a really strong showing with Percat winning a race, that's them going, you know what? We qualified up the front. Now let's throw everything at it. Yeah. 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 And that's a really good thing to do. Yeah. If we've got, got the scenarios like where everyone's got a certain tire bank for that race round. And it's pretty much considered how you got to conserve your tires for the whole round. Should we bring back round winners? If we're doing stuff like this, I still have your race winners. Like, yeah, you won the race. Well done. But overall, go you run the round because it's yeah. Sort of I see what you're saying. To, you you run the best so strategy over the if three races. Sacrifice, yeah, if you've yeah. got to sacrifice one race because you don't have a set of tires, is it better to go? Do we bring back the old school round? I don't. Like I preferred round winners anyway. Purely for that reason that Michael just made, a round winner rewards you for being consistently good over the weekend. I mean, I don't think we don't need to give them extra points. But yeah, I think give them a, by definition, no, pointless. I'm thinking it's like a, a trophy or something of you run the round, but yeah, you that's what I'm saying point. as a recognition thing. Okay. Oh, like an points. inaugural trophy for each round. Yeah, go through round winner. Yeah, okay, yeah. I get it. So I, I see a round win as pointless as the team's trophy for a race. It's like the guys who get first get the team's trophy. Well, duh, you know. Hey, like it seems a bit superfluous, right? Yeah. Surprised. Yeah. Those teams love those trophies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good for the team. It's yeah, that's what I'm say, talking about. Yeah. It's some recognition. It's not, it's not really about like points and that. It's about saying, hey, I mean, you like, did at, run at, the best race this weekend, like over the whole weekend. It's at risk of, of stealing content from other podcasts, as I've been known to do a few shout outs. Um, <laughs> listening to Noons and V8 Sleuth podcast, he does a great couple of QA episodes. And this was one point that was raised as to why the round wins ended up disappearing. And he made a really, a really good point on this, which I agree with, is that for the casual consumer who don't really watch it that often, it was confusing to see drivers get rewarded in the circumstance where they may not have won a race, but somehow win the round. And it becomes like yeah. weird as for people to see that and go, well, how come he's getting a trophy and standing on the top step when he might have gotten like second, third, fifth and just by a roll of the dice. Yeah, or if you come fourth every race and every yeah, race yeah, that's a good point. mixed yeah. around, yeah. you've got to be. And yeah, I have to agree with that. Like, I'm not a fan for the that The thing is, like everyone talks about this casual race fan. I don't think they exist. <laughs> really? <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Like everyone's I, like, oh, I, casual no, race fan. Like, you... and everyone's a diehard fan who knows absolutely every statistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean like that. Where they talk about the people that turn on the TV. Like, if you go to yeah. watch, like, where can you watch racing for free? If you want to watch supercars, you got to pay for it. If you want to watch F one, you got to pay for it. Like, who's casually watching this? Who's casually seeking out? I'm going to go watch some racing at the moment. I think so like you I have to keep in mind entirely that buy this whole casual race fan thing anymore. But that's a target for them is they want people who are broadly interested to be watching as well because you just capture more of the market when your barriers yeah. to entry is that you've got to have this much knowledge to understand what's going on. It's really difficult to capture new, new fans of the sport. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think you're doing we're, we're trying... to speak this because you're the tech head, but. 
Well, I think we're trying to bring in the, we're trying to bring in the um the footy fans, the rugby fans, the the basketball fans. We're trying to crash other markets but, and bring them into I our. I just sport. don't think you're actually pulling them in, though. <laughs> well, uh, that's and we're being unsuccessful, so that's probably something. Yeah, we need that's to look kind at, of the point. I do like, understand you're chasing you're a market that's not coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and what could be some more ways we could do that to simplify the process then? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Entertaining like, races like, like they were at East, Eastern Creek was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, like, the the is like, supercars it? like that worked. Let's do it again and again and again and again. Exactly how and we again, again. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> damn it, it worked out. The teams all worked out how to do this strategy of not running out of tires all weekend. It's going to be the 2020 <laughs> Sydney Motorsport Park Championship at this rate. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It F one really fell foul of that when like all the technicality of, of the the category is what put people off is like, it didn't make sense that like, you couldn't just explain this car's faster than this car because the driver's better. It's no, 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 that team's got 20,000 times the income and therefore the development's mm. different. Like I think they still it, must be struggling with that at the moment. Yeah. F1. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's also something that attracts the people to the sport as well. That's, it's the... You got to kit take the good with the bad. I guess there's more people that are disattracted. Dis- is that the right way to put it? Disincentivized <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Not attracted to the sport because of the tech is too, you know, like they can't. They look at a Williams versus a, a Mercedes and they go, "Well, they've both got wings on them. Yeah, they look the they've same. both got Mercedes, got Mercedes engines. engines. Yeah, why aren't they the same pace? Yeah. Versus you've got probably us in this podcast because yeah. this podcast. That love the intricacies of each Formula One car and the fact that this one's better at high downforce tracks and that one's less drag. So they're gooder at gooder. Oh my God. Gooder. <laughs> <laughs> gooder English. <laughs> uh, this you know, car's they're, got they're two sensors on yeah, it. It goes faster. <laughs> well, yeah, one will go slow. <laughs> and then when you, yeah, when you take one sensor off, all of a sudden it's half the speed. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I've always loved that, like, for motorsport, it's like you can consume it at so many different levels. At the simplest level, like, the fastest car, the first guy to cross the finish line wins. Or you can go down yeah. to fuel strategy, tire strategy, like, all that other stuff. But yeah. I think if you only choose one track, you risk, yeah, like, making that barrier of entry for a fan too great. And it's harder to capture a new audience. Mm. I, I think that we've got a problem, but I don't know the answer for it. I don't think anyone knows the answer. What the guys on Below the Bonnet say, the fundamental problem with racing yeah. is you qualify and you put the fastest car at the front and the slowest car at the back and you wonder why there's no passing. Yeah, yeah that is like a, a – it does make you think about it if you try to make entertainment, like, well, why don't you just reverse that order? And then – yeah. All the obvious reasons to us come into that, but to well, we tried ca- it in the early the casual guy that we can't talk about. <laughs> He'd be like, "That'd be yeah, super yeah. exciting to watch," but that would never to, happen. <laughs> do you want to be a sport or do you want to be entertainment? And it's like I know that we try and tread the line between the two, but realistically, <laughs> do you want to be wrestling or do you want to be the UFC? <laughs> yeah. like, do you want to be WWE or the UFC? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah. and like everyone's, Coco used to go around touting this line going, we're in, a, in the entertainment business. It's like, that's great. But like, you have to recognize that entertainment is inherently staged. Like you don't go to a concert mm-hmm. and see people ad-libbing shit. That's just been rehearsed for months, you know? Mm. And it's just, 
you you can sort of half dwell on each side of, of the world, but there's always going to be questions about the authenticity of it. Yeah, too structured, too. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Too crafted. You've put some really outcome, deep things of. in this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no. That's better here. <laughs> Uh, All I'm hearing is like, hear oh, let's just get the trailers jokes. and go back to dragon racing out the back of Utes. <laughs> Don't <laughs> worry about the fans. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about. It. Let's just go have a race. <laughs> like, but like, it, there's no run, right wrong answer. Run. It's just like, it's yeah. totally I'll turn up in my Falcon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, go back like to actual like, production car racing. I'm, I'm <laughs> not saying we should do one thing or the other, but like, either pick where you're at and be consistent with that. Yeah, like, because yeah, like, and just recognize sport, it's gonna have limitations either way. And because the people that love the sport also love the entertainment, but the entertainment pays the bills. Yeah, sport yeah, doesn't yeah. pay the bills. The entertainment no. pays the bills, and it's always gonna have to have a big part of the sport. So yeah, it's it's a really difficult question, and I'm sure the people of uh, all the managers of supercars over the years have been trying to tread that exact line that you're talking about with Cochrane and that. He was probably yeah. the best at making the sport more entertaining, but we'll see where they go with it because they're in a troubling place right now. Yeah. I've sure. got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Did the fact that we've raced in front of no fans affect your viewing of it at all? Ooh. Not particularly. Not for that Less track at least. With anyway. supercars, Formula One, it did a little bit. I feel like yeah, it didn't hear them over the, the car. <laughs> for me, it's more about like what was on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking I about. Mean, I guess like my the race director experience. couldn't cut to like some ace, like a list celebrity, celebrity in the garage, not watching the right screen or something in the middle totally. of an interesting race. Yeah, yes, but, giving tips. <laughs> um, but overall, like supercars, okay. Like, yeah. I don't supercars hear the crowd that notice. much on TV anyway. No, you don't I notice it. Do. Yeah. Um. Yep. How many people were at Eastern Creek last year? 30,000 for the night event? It didn't really. Uh, even Eastern Creek last Eastern year? Creek last I was going to say, I don't think that happened, bro. Uh, the year you before. Mean 2018. So. Yeah, I think 18. we had, yeah, 30,000, 40,000 people go for the night round. Yeah, I feel like Eastern Creek's a bad example. If you saw yeah. Bathurst without crowds, it would probably be way more striking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. anything yeah. in Sydney, no one goes. Sydney, it's got not so many people, yeah. but not very many people go to events. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Now that Winton's been cancelled, it's kind of we couldn't really have even compared that. But mm. what's coming up after Sydney? Darwin. Darwin. Oh, of course. So that'll be our first round back with fans. Maybe yep. ticket. Wow. You know there's still tickets available. Is, Is there? there? Really? I thought they sold there's out. The, there's the Monster got, Marquee and all that. Yeah, and then <laughs> did you? I got an email today from Darwin Supercars saying that they've now released the Sky Deck tickets. Ooh. Yeah, which is so the one hundred four point nine one over. Yeah, yeah. Near where we so you're um, saying they didn't sell out four and a half thousand tickets? No, they sold a thousand in the first hour. So and, you um, could almost say that only race fans go to races now. Like you can't sell four thousand <laughs> tickets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's be real though. If you, as, as, On the day the tickets went for sale, NT had its first coronavirus case in like. 90 days. Jeez. I don't think anyone's scared they of came from Victoria, Darwin, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we're not. <laughs> you hit it on the head. It's, there, it's scared of us. <laughs> 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 it's like that, that case come from Victoria, didn't it? <laughs> like, 
Yeah. They did. <laughs> that case actually I, come from overseas and then went did two weeks quarantine in Victoria. Got cleared through the uh, what we're going to start calling the Victoria spots. loophole. <laughs> There's only one thing I can say about that. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, that. that face was going somewhere else in my mind. Like, oh, she's gonna fart in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Your lack cool. of faith is astounding me. <laughs> Not from no, you. but so we still haven't sold out four thousand, four and a half thousand tickets. Now there's actually five thousand tickets available, but five hundred of them is for children. So because you can still bring a child under thirteen for free, okay. um, but they reckon you're only they're only going to bring. There's only 500 of those passes available. Mm. So it will be interesting. Hell, I, today with the news that came out that New South Wales was closing the border to Victoria, which we haven't really talked on too much, but we sort of mentioned we the get fact that. that we're not going to Victor, uh, not going to Winton anymore. Yeah. Um, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, is Darwin going to happen? It yeah, does worry me. That would be fine. It's, it worries me about the servicing of the cars and stuff, but I feel mm. more confident Darwin's going to happen now after what supercars have done. So we'll talk about that right now. Okay. Yeah, all the Victorian teams right now, as we speak, are either packing up their trailers or already on the highway to New South Wales. Rest they've only got four hours. They want to be on the road. <laughs> uh, that'll, that'll be gone for sure. In in a fun fact, at the same time, there's been two coronavirus cases just confirmed in Aubrey this evening. So. That'll be interesting. Yeah, they came, wrong side of the road. Little <laughs> people trying to get out of Victoria. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So they had till midnight to make the border, essentially. Um, and supercars have announced that they're opening SMP garages for them to be based out of and, and do car servicing there. So yeah, it's okay. good that they've managed to negotiate that. What I was thinking, and this could be a dumb idea that probably is never going to happen, but it's my thought. And, you know, I've got a platform, so I'm going to say it. This is my podcast. I'll <laughs> say what I like. <laughs> Standing is on my it possible box? if supercars make a bubble that pretty much if we all go, like it's a bit, Townsville's a bit hard because it's not a permanent street track. But if you went to the racetracks and the team's pretty much set up, you got a week before, try and prep your car in the garages. If supercars going to go, okay, I know they probably don't have the money, but they're like, we've got resources. If all our teams sort of pull together, to prep the cars and go, we stay as one group and we go Dar- like Sydney, Darwin, Queensland, you go to the band Perth, again. and we go, you know, or do we? are we going to have to redo I don't think they're going to redo the calendar to try and do a nice loop where they will travel without mm-hmm. back and forth different states, but are we going to get to a point where your teams aren't going back to the base and we use the tracks, pit, garage facilities as a base and we get there a week before? You could do that in Townsville because the garages are permanent. I yeah, think it's in that the park, problems right? you'll run into will be accommodating people in those numbers. Like mm-hmm. towns, like towns will may not have hotels that will have that many beds in one place. Um, lovely hostel. But even even more to a bigger point, and I was thinking about this because all the footy teams here have obviously moved out of the state as well. Is that could you imagine moving away from your family for that long? You know, a lot of these guys, mechanics, engineers and whatnot, have young kids. Even the drivers have their own kids. 
think about Fabian Coulthard being like, nope, you're not going to see your twins now for four weeks. Like, is that fair? Is it no different than what the Australian cricketers do when they go to uh, the southern continent, then go to – I know it's it's a it's a harsh thing to say, no, but a you're a professional point. race car driver getting paid a lot of money. But they, they go into it knowing that – sacrificing one year. I, I know that, but I'm it's not asking – we're not going to do this every time. It's just as a once-off. Yeah. Mm, it's Yeah, I see both sides of that. It's going to yeah. be very difficult for the crew members and stuff that are signing up on some of those team members might just normally fly away to a race for four or five days every yeah, two weeks. Even that's a hard enough life. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. I'm not trying to come across as an insensitive person. I'm just trying to think oh, of no. a way. How can we, how oh, you can we get up, this uh, on the road? <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying. Honestly, like, it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> for most of the tracks we're going to, it probably would be something you could physically do in terms of housing the transporters, the cars, because we're not doing street circuits. Townsville's a hybrid. It's it's one of those places like Townsville to Darwin. You could, I reckon, you could achieve that. You should just mm. tent city it. I, get a bunch I of think RVs we're going to have drama yeah. when we have cars have like a major incident. Yeah, at the and moment we're lucky. I think all drivers are pretty well behaved in Sydney. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I imagine. I get, think there was a lot of people going. We don't have many people working on the cars. Let's not push and shove. For sure. You're, What's going to happen waters, when we get to Townsville? Like, you study, bang, in the back of him. And we've got <laughs> walls and stuff at Townsville where we're going to have, you know, if there's an incident, it could be a major one. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you can write the car off for the weekend or even more. Well, that, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, if, if you can't go back to the factory to rebuild that chassis, there's, there's going to be some Chaz real on the Gold difficulties. Coast. It doesn't even take these crazy circumstances. Like... His yeah, last yeah. year of the Gold Coast, his car was written off. Straight poured into a concrete wall. <laughs> he just drove into a wall. <laughs> well, it's a good example yeah. with Scotty. So they, because the Gold Coast is close enough to their workshop, they were able to ship that car back to the workshop and get it fixed mm. for the following day. It's that's definitely not going to exist under this current scenario. Uh, no, but if if someone does get damaged in Townsville, could we've got three teams based there? Could you look at a bit more like, okay, come, we'll help you out. Is this going to be a bit more team sort of trying to help other teams or is it going to be a bit more cutthroat like, haha, there's one less person we have to worry about? I think we see a lot of that cooperation in places like Bathurst and whatnot. Like was it Erebus or someone was talking about there was parts being lent between teams and and Mm. that kind of thing. Like I think it's, there's a lot of. What are they saying? Beer is the best currency there. I think they'd be leveraging. Beer is the currency of any event site. (laughs) Existing yeah, like when track, they don't care about the money. Like, They're like, here's cartons, here to drink. They're like, okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's as much as it's like we're all in this together kind of thing. Like we are motorsport and I think everyone in the sport wants to see it succeed, especially under these circumstances. So, I, yeah, I would imagine that wouldn't be a stretch of the imagination. I can't see Tickford being allowed to work out of a Penske workshop. That's not No. It'd be like... I mean, if it's literally just just like here, so have a hoist would... for sure. Yeah. Not you're gonna get free reign at the CNC machines, like yeah, <laughs> yeah just show no, you the like, ring. more like the, those little yeah, like the... marks there. Oh, they're, they're nothing. Tim Edwards is at the front. Like, we help with the design for the Mustang. Like, yeah. sure you did, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be other teams. Like, even I saw as I came on to see you guys, like Red Bulls put out a thing on Instagram saying thank you to the Victorian teams who have relocated, so we can continue. You know, like it's. Hmm. As much as it's a rivalry, they're all still kind of on the same team here. 
without everyone, we've got nothing. Correct. Yeah, exactly. So we do kind of all need to work together. And that's why I'm like, I mean, I don't know what's going on. I was just trying to throw out ideas of like, what what could we do? This whole yeah. going back to base thing is not going to happen. Correct. Yeah. And half our teams are based in a state that's been shunned by the rest of the country. I, I definitely think you could physically achieve it. I think you'll get more pushback from people on an individual level going, hey, what about mm. our families? What about this kind of thing? Mm. But for sure, like F1 have committed to that strategy. It's it's definitely doable. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be difficult times. But are we excited to do the same racetrack again? At night time, yes. <laughs> After that, eh, maybe not. <laughs> are they using I'm, the I'm new lights or not? They're using, 50, 50. at the moment, apparently they're working around the clock to try and get as many of those lights inst- completed. Apparently, I think all they're installed, they're just not all wired up. Yeah. yeah gotcha. it's, what I read, it's going to so, be a mix of temporary and the, whatever's working. Yeah. So they're going to try and get as much as what they can done, and then what they can't get done, they'll use temporary. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I'm excited to go to the same track. I, if we keep repeating the process, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think... Two rounds in a row would be good. Three, like, nah. That's yeah. Yeah. It depends. You you may ask me next week and it may be a different story because it may come out with another <laughs> ridiculously good race. <laughs> yeah. True. We're like, stop it. Just scratch all the other Eastern Creeks you- where we live now. <laughs> it would be interesting to see if people you don't normally see pick up pace get pace just due to the track yeah. time. Where like, you know, some people just need more time. And it's like, oh, all of a sudden. I'm a lot quicker because I've been spending a lot of time at the same place. I'm quite looking forward to seeing this going again because Bryce did really well on the weekend there. Yeah, Mitch, I said Bryce last week and you were like, nah. But you still didn't. He got one point. I was going to say, it wasn't going to pay. Which is more than what Scott Pye got. Let's put it that way. You got to remember where in competition it is, so maybe my tips aren't. I was wearing my mini skirt. <laughs> I was really happy to see him in the shootout. Um, yeah, it sucked on that second race on Sunday, the first race on Sunday where he had his shitty tires on. He dropped back to like last. It was like, Ugh. that's right. Um, but. The second race, the the final race on the Sunday, that was great. Watch the top ten. Mm. He was looking racy too. Yeah, he was. It was really good. I, he came out a lot further back in the grid, like after the pit stop, than I thought he would. I didn't think he'd come back as far as he did. Mm. Do you think being teamed up with Chaz is kind of a good thing for the direction of that car setup, though? Like, do they have a similar driving style? I haven't really looked too hard into it. Yeah, I've never really looked into it. Yeah. yeah. That's mm. a bit more attention. We should message him and ask him. Hey, Bryce, <laughs> do you drive like Chaz or what? No, he drives yeah. like Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> He's been looking at my data. Yeah. <laughs> do you think if we keep going back to SMP, though, they could try a different track layout? I was hoping that maybe out of the three races that we're doing, put one of them on like a shorter track like do i think that's the thing that's stopping them is the fact they're shorter and they seem hung up on the tire thing like yeah let's get that degradation happening double the laps (laughs) (laughs) but if it's a smoother track it's still not going to work out that way we can't mix um, circuits within the same weekend or within the same day but it's very hard round to round 
Mm. Yeah. We've done it at go-karts before where we've had four different tracks in one day. Yeah. Jesus. That was pretty ridiculous. That's yeah. Yeah, you go on the parts of the track that have had no running on it at all. So it's like mm. green as all hell. You come off a bit of the track because they're all little cut through. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, you, yeah. you go into like the hairpin and the sweeper that you are used for every track and you're all gripped up. Then you get to the next turn and you're like, whoa, <laughs> dust everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, it would be interesting. I don't see him doing it, but. No, nah, no, nah, they're all sticking to that the Gardner GP. For for a boor- from road. a boring logistical operational point of view, I don't think you could license more than one circuit per weekend. Yeah. Also, it would like you'd have to set up different cameras for different spots. Yeah, cameras, points, timing loops. It. Oh, I mean, like hard. if <laughs> if the tracks are used for any other type of racing, the timing loops are going to be existing, especially on a permanent circuit. Oh, the yeah, cameras, the magnetic- yeah, that's a good point. You'd have to do a different camera map for the weekend. But I think, yeah, that goes back to changing tracks round to round rather than day to day. Yeah, and I think that's maybe the problem. They don't want to run a short track for an entire round. That could get a bit... Possession. Oh, then again, you do Tasmania. That's a short-ass track. <laughs> yeah. But Tasmania's got some cool characteristics of it. Like, it it's does. short, it's ridiculous. flat out. Yeah. <laughs> you always go there and you're like narrow I always go into Tasmania the weekend before I'm always like we need to have a minimum length of like like what Formula 1 does like you know every track has to be yeah. three fitness dimensions minimum yeah. yeah yeah and I always go Tasmania is too short it's stupid you do 40 second laps around there and then we leave Tasmania going we need crazy. more of these tracks it's so good you know? yeah 100% yeah, <laughs> yeah. every year yeah. Every bloody year. <laughs> well, we're about halfway through the show at the moment, so I'm going to jump over to Formula One unless anyone has anything else we want to talk about on supercars. No, I'm pretty sweet. Because the Formula One was fantastic. Well, do, was did we cover off last episode? I can't remember if we covered off uh, the fact that Shannon's now one of the, what's it called, managing director of uh, Erebus? No, did that come out just before or after? I the feel show? like it came out just after our Probably last after. show was recorded. Mm. Mm. That was pretty big news. Oh, Scotty Pies misses is now. Um, she's one of the Managing. directors for yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I didn't hear yeah. that. Didn't you? Oh, yeah, right. yeah. So she's been promoted. I thought you were talking about the Shannon's Nationals round about Super Two and Super Three combining. Because yeah, that's no. something <laughs> interesting to talk about as well. <laughs> So yeah, Again, so she's, yeah. she's taken more of the day to day off uh, Barry, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and he's focusing more on the racing, I think, side of it. And yeah, she's taken the, on the know, tools. Obviously, she, she had a lot was... to do with the um, the sponsorship side of it and managing and handling the the drivers being fuckwits all the time. So um, she had to deal with all that. Now she's got a lot more on her plate. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of the only non mechanic people that went to sydney there you yeah, go okay. uh, but then also the next day barry said they're going to look at how they use their team personnel mm. like it was just like you know it was a learning curve we got to work out how we're doing it barry said he really enjoyed being on the tools um scott pie is still doing his twitches after the race 
course he is. He was doing them before. Was he doing them what? before this COVID? I think so. I feel fairly confident in saying that. I don't know. Scott, if you're listening, tell us. Sorry. Oh, I was because he had thought. like a and a and stuff like that. And I wanted to jump on there and ask him, what is it like having his missus work for one team and he raced for the other one? Yeah. Mm, that's a valid <laughs> question. Like Musk. Must especially like now that she's so high up in that other team, yeah, yeah. must cause some some issues. Still can't Not get your job. Like Still can't get your job. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we only want young, good drive. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, especially because not anymore. For sure, yeah, anything come with its benefits and drawbacks. Like, young you drivers, young drivers. Stands when you're having a whinge about something, but also somebody who's like, shut up, I don't want to talk about work. Yeah. It's kind of hilarious too because Anton and Scotty do not get along at all. No. <laughs> like, it's, oh, she's mad yeah. at him. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder how Anton feels about <laughs> that. I'm sure she's very professional and it doesn't cause any dramas, but yeah, <laughs> it is, it is a bit of a funny, funny one. <laughs> How much longer is Anton going to be there, though? Let's be real. Oh, Penske <laughs> next year? What? Is Penske well, going to be not leaving. Nah, he seems to be hanging out with um, Triple Eight Mob more. Yeah. He doesn't very necessarily very- get along. Yeah. With them, but so it'll be, it'll be interesting. That was the rumor last year, wasn't it, that he was gone Wink up, retire. Yeah. 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 So he, but, he's I mean, good, good buy for any of them. Like, he is obviously a future. Yeah. Future, you know. Can you see holder. Penske pulling out of the supercars? There's a lot of chat about that, isn't there? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm half expecting Penske to grab Scott McLaughlin, go over to Indy. Scott become this great Indy driver, and Penske going, well, that was worth buying a supercar team just to get him. Like, yeah, he's got that, his championship. Never gonna like them ever again. Well, mm-hmm. We shouldn't anyway, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I could see him leaving. He got a championship or two, two. Uh, got the Bathurst. Three. Like, was he? He's gonna be like, yeah, come like, here. I don't feel like he's got much left to prove, and then the world's quick as, like, yeah, so yeah, they're dominant. That, yeah. And considering that their team principals sort of saying things like, "Oh, we're not sure if we're going to what's going on with supercars until we hear about the next gen. If the next gen doesn't work for them, they'll be like, see ya." Yeah, yeah. The fact that they're not coming out funny. and making a statement saying, "You know, oh yeah, we're in it. We're supporting the category," and they've specifically mm-hmm. not used words to that effect. To me, is like that's alarm bells. It it's a bit the same with Mercedes and Formula One are doing very similar dodging of questions when it comes to can we get a serious commitment from you in an interview that you are staying in Formula One? Oh, we're yeah, we'll really be at the next race program right now. <laughs> like we're really looking at it. Always really in the future. Yeah, yeah, but we're really trying to come out. Those deals are not going to come out like a spare of the moment thing as an interview, like Crofty just asking him like, yeah, sure. We're staying here for five years. Are we talking about leaving? Well, we're weighing up our options. They've done a bit yeah. of staff shuffling recently though, Penske in terms of their communications department too. So the fact that we haven't had a coherent kind of message come out, maybe down to that, because I know that they've, yeah, they've moved some of their staff internally, but 
the fact, yeah, like their principles and not using those words. And he's very well rehearsed in the world of PR. It's like, mm. but yeah, it's, it was it's Tim Sindrick saying that stuff. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, but the, did the, Ryan buy it out? Sorry? Did Ryan's story buy it out? Like, buy Penske's half? Could he I afford that? He has that much money, Russ. <laughs> I don't know. I think they are quite wealthy, but I don't know if he has that sort of money. No. It'd be interesting to see who is going to buy that side because Dick Johnson sure as hell can't afford it. And that's exactly what I was getting to is they come here, they grab Dick Johnson, they're like, oh, yeah, we've got this great team, and then go, fuck it, see ya. That team will go under like. Yeah. They were going to go under without Penske. Correct. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it, you kind of need, and that's no dig at the old Dick, but no. you kind of need someone to come in and, and help bring sponsors or bankroll it. Mm. Yeah, and I don't and know which, if that's going to happen. They were struggling. It's climate. Penske turned up. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah exactly. Were, you could maybe ride the way. How bad was Dick Johnson? Bef- like not him personally, but his team <laughs> before when they were the Wilson security cars. Oh, they when were. You- Give Garbage. your son that much money and that much faith when, no offense, he's just not that great of a driver. It's going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's the reason why James Courtney left. Yeah. He had yeah, no exactly. choice. He didn't have a drive. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah we super twos and super threes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently combining, again, if you've read this news before, it's because it's happened. Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day. Um. Groundhog Day. <laughs> Do you think it's it's obviously because of the numbers in both categories are sort of non-existent? Yeah, so they're going to be combining yeah. grids but running it as a multi-class race. So they'll yeah, still have yeah. their own tyres, their own qualifying awards, that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, it'll be really cool to watch. I think some tracks you'll see favour the Kumos more than the Dunlops and, and vice versa. It'll I think it'll mix the racing up more than what some people might think when you tier the categories into two and three. Like it might be really I think good. the high end of Super 2 will be unaffected. The low end yeah. will be mixing it up that... with all the Super 3s, which will make that fun. Matt Charter's got some more competition now. <laughs> In his Super 4. I meant 2, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. That's good. It's like another example of the whole... Like, JD's shaking his head. <laughs> you just have uh, to say it. Yeah, yeah. Had to, have, had to have a dig. Had to have a dig. Yeah, I like <laughs> What we say it's such it's my show. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. But anyway. No, it, it, I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm interested I, to see how Johnny I goes. I, Sorry, Michael, you say what you're gonna say. I just think the skill level in it is gonna be huge. The variance of skill level. Yeah. yeah. That's the oh. biggest issue I can I see. And I don't want fine. I, I think don't you're like Jack Smith riding supercars, a... so it'll be fine. Teddy? <laughs> Everyone's in a de- decisive mood today, aren't they? I just don't want to. I just, what I don't want to see with this is a rookie in Super 3 say, Coming, have, making an accident and taking out a title contender for the Super Two Championship. Yeah, I it's going to be think... up, Do you reckon there'll sure. be lap cars? Do you reckon their races oh, are yeah. long enough? I reckon, yeah, yeah. Because how many car field will it be? But how long are the races? Be like, probably about a, uh, it's be probably a bit 30. more than that. There was 30 sixteen, cars? sixteen I think like Super Two over a normal. 
a normal race after a couple of laps, that's probably 30 seconds spread. And then mm. they're probably some of those super threes are probably doing. Hold on a second. I've just thought about something. They were supposed to run at Winton, weren't they, with this super twos? Yeah, thing. they're running at super twos at Sydney. So they are running at Sydney. Okay, right. <laughs> this weekend. This weekend. Yeah, yeah, clear that up. Correct. It's like, yeah. is this conversation pointless? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well that's happening. Talked about support cats. I didn't think anything had been finalized. Uh, there was something on Speed Cafe before saying that the Super Two teams are allowed to come up to mm. Sydney Motorsport Park. Yeah, yeah, Super Two rounds it to go ahead. Yep, it's true. We are talking Super 3. <laughs> Whether or not they'd be lapped is what we were talking about. Yeah. 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 Like, it depends on how many laps they have, though. They have like, more than 10. What was lap, the right? difference Sorry. between like the race distance that Super 3s and Super 2s used to do? It Mitch, wouldn't be any more than like a... At Ipswich? Because we saw 40, all three categories race. Yeah, maybe I reckon. 20. I don't reckon it was any more than like twelve, maybe fifteen would be pushing it. Like they really weren't mm. long races. No, that's I'm what I'm sort of thinking. Right. Like, would so they actually? They were longer than that, weren't they? Because they would pretty much destroy a whole set of tires in a race. Mm. They'd normally go just longer than a stint, and they'd have to fuel manage and stuff. Mm. They were pretty much as long as a stint. Which is like what twenty odd laps? Yeah, I think like Super Twos would say. Yeah, maybe, like maybe I'm twenty. I don't know. It's been too long since I've seen Super Two. Super yeah, Threes, they're like what. ten lap races or something. Yeah. I was going to say I've never really watched that many of them, to be honest, which is a bit of a shame because they are still pretty cool cars. In the end of the day, they're our heritage of supercars. Well, what I liked about the Super Threes, like because I've seen them twice now, once at Gold Coast and at Ipswich, was they did. A lot of the old Super Threes are redone in the livery that they originally yeah. raced in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, okay, Formula One in Austria. How good was it? How good was the vantage point that those group of guys managed to watch the race from? <laughs> with the tractor, yeah. <laughs> with the bar no, on the that. end of it. <laughs> so, on yeah, during practice, uh, during qualifying. They, pan- they had a helicopter shot and it was quite far out from the track and they sort of turned the camera around as like a mountain and a trail. And there was two guys sitting on the on the trail watching qualifying during the race. <laughs> they had like eight guys there with a tractor with a basket so they could lift themselves <laughs> up higher. Brilliant. <laughs> they had a big finish flag. Awesome. So it was pretty cool. It was like, if there's like, you know, it's something like I've watched Austria the race and you watch the intro footage and you're that and you're like damn austria looks nice mm. like nice. mountain Beautiful in the background it's like oh, i want to be there Beautiful but it was so good having race i was so excited for the race i was like yes we are racing again it seems like it's been forever um we got the biggest tease in adelaide in dal and where were we melbourne um when we thought we we're going to go racing and then it all fell through yeah we got to see cars on the track F1 cars, particularly. Yeah. <laughs> First time this year. It's kind of weird to think um, about that. This late in the year. Yeah, well, it was, wasn't it? Because obviously we, we jumped straight in, but the, there was a lot of failures in this race, and it was odd to see in Austria this many failures. Like last year, we yeah. had the first race of the year with not a single car retire last year. 
And then this year, half the field retired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Eleven finishes. That's crazy. I watched the highlights. Surely. Oh, no, it's well, well, probably the, the boycotted tire race in the US would be. Yeah, probably six. <laughs> yeah, that was six. And even then, I think one car didn't finish that. <laughs> Due to tire drives. Yeah, but the thing about all those cars that didn't finish was like, uh, my old man come in and I was talking to him about the race and he said, oh, you know, where did Ricardo finish? I was like, <laughs> he didn't. Um, and we went through and I said, 11 cars finish. He's like, oh, big crashes. I'm like, well, <laughs> no two, only two cars touched in one span, but no damage on those. They didn't retire. Um, yeah. Most of the retirements was engine or engine. brakes. Yeah, both houses, no brakes. It was really odd. I found that race, I loved it, and I couldn't look away, even though it was midnight and it was still going. Mm. Um, I honestly, it was it was an emotional bloody roller coaster, wasn't it? Because you're yeah, like, oh, Ricardo's out. Oh, oh well, yeah. who's the next guy I'm going for? Oh, you know, like. It all Lando's started. Really well. Let's go, Lando. And then Amon's um, doing really well. <laughs> it started with Max Hamilton. <laughs> When Max's, when Max's car shut the bed and got yeah. stuck in like an anti-stall, I was just like, oh, because he was on an alternative strategy. He was making the Mercedes fight. Sorry. Um, so get your dog. <laughs> yeah. Snitting! Oh, hi, Bobby! Yeah, you were when saying. Max, yeah. When Max's car retired, when Max's car got stuck in anti-stall, it was, I was... Like, going, oh, is it worth watching the race? Because he was on that alternative strategy. He started on the medium tires. He was forcing the Mercedes to actually have to, like, yeah, Bottas had that three-second gap or whatever ahead of him. But, you know, he knew he was going to lose out in pit, so they needed to push. And then just seeing Max come to a stall, or basically a crawl, and he was like, it looked really weird. It looked like he was trying to shake the car to keep it going. But so obviously <laughs> he's just pressing the anti-stall to keep it from dying. Um, when Max did retire, I was like, oh, well, now it's just going to be Mercedes one, two. Oh, well, Alex Albon can get on the podium. He's in third. And like you're yeah. saying, it was a r- massive roller coaster because you're just watching one person after another, like who's next in the line. That's going to like break my heart. Oh, okay. And, um, it's at least so in true. the end. Yeah, it was oh, really Alex, true. Though. Though. I gotta uh, admit, I didn't watch the full oh, race, but I did see that. Yeah, that, that was pretty devastating because there was... He had new tires on just after a pit stop. He was so much more dominant speed wise than both the Mercedes. Not so only did he look good. like he was, yeah, yeah. Well, both Mercedes had moved to go around the outside. I know he was quick, but still, go around the outside. Yeah, you got to be half expecting it. Yeah, but the fact that he was in front shows that he should be given room. Yeah, yeah. Really. My only, yeah. And this is me kind of defending Hamilton. You're on the first lap, first <laughs> lap after a safety car. You've yep. got colder tires than what you'd normally have. You're on a corner that's notorious. You're downhill, and it automatically wants to push you out. Yeah, I'm going around. You, know what you, do? you lift, you lift yeah, out I, of the throttle, and you don't run into the other car. <laughs> <laughs> you turn. Yeah, it. That wasn't like, like, yeah. know how to do that. It, you're I know, like. But, 
that would make more sense if he ran into him at the apex because mm. he was committed at that speed. But he ran into him. I think meters like, after the apex. If you want to say how could Albon have made this better, he could have showed a bit more patience. But it was Hamilton's yeah. fault. Yeah, Hamilton yeah. definitely hit him. <laughs> like, yeah, but I like, mean, I yeah. I think the problem is, well, you listen to Album is that he was going to have a pace advantage for probably three to four laps. He needed to get it done. And then his tires are going to overheat and he's not going to be able to push. Everyone else. Yeah, 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 exactly. So he had to push really, really hard. little bit of experience there may have helped him. Yeah. Going, yeah. I'm about to try and pass one of the guys that defends the hardest in the whole field, the only person I'd say defends harder than Hamilton is Max and he's yeah. on the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe, maybe if that was Bottas, go for that move, but because yeah. it's Hamilton, he is always going to run you out of room. Yeah. yeah. Well, what did Albon say on the radio? Like this guy is such a sore loser. <laughs> <laughs> he, look, he was really, you can tell he that he's been brought up as well because he was really reserved in all of his – when they were asking him in the pen and stuff about how he felt about it, and he sort of just said, look, I really just need I, – I think it was wrong, et cetera, et cetera, but I'm going to walk away from this for now. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Not going to talk about it while I'm point. angry, which is exactly. a smart thing to do. He like, oh, to like if you watch Drive to Survive, like that's – he's quite a cool, calm, collected guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, he lives with his, still lives with his brothers family. and sisters, and he's yeah. only got like a Honda Civic Type R. You're like, that's that's yeah. a very affordable, very car. grounded dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it is it's it's lovely to see someone with that humility in there because you look at the rest of the field; they literally were afraid. You look at <laughs> Hamilton with his purple jet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, fun fact: I did some. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so the 2005 US Grand Prix had six starters. So 20 cars mm-hmm. took the one lap, 14 pulled out before the start. However, it wasn't the race with the fewest drivers classified. It actually was, and we're going back a long way here. So 96, the Monaco Grand Prix had three finishes. Wow. Guaranteed three. podium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I guess like most of us were, I mean, we were all alive then, but quite young. <laughs> so yeah. turns out there was. I'm guessing it rained and there was like a massive pile up. Surely. <laughs> so in 1996. 1996. Well, that's what Wikipedia tells me. So Who won? Seven cars classified, only three crossed the line. I can see Google faces going on everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see who won. you? Jacques Villeneuve was the There you go. Olivia Panis. Never heard of him. Martin Brundle spun off. <laughs> yeah, David Coulthard comes second and Johnny Herbert third. Let, Michael yeah. Schumacher was on Cosmos. pole position. Whoa. What happened? We should do a whole episode <laughs> on that. We'll research it. We should do a whole episode on the 96 Grand Prix. Do you reckon the about. dude that won it was the last French guy to win a GP? Oh, no, I reckon <laughs> Lacey would have won on. Don't worry about it. I'm just cutting off track yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who was the last American to win one. Hmm. This is a trap. Yeah, it's a trap. Idiot hole. 
Um, something about the race on the last night, mm-hmm. apart from the, the Ferraris that were just absolutely slow, slow and steady gets your second, apparently. It does. Charles Leclerc managed when to When someone just... else gets a penalty, too. <laughs> yeah, but even then, he was still on the third. Yeah. You dragged so that car up. Those cars also liked the hard compound the hard tires. tires. Yeah, they really did. They come alive when they're on the hard compound compared to the other cars. They were significantly slower in a straight line compared to all yeah. the other cars. Well, and this is a problem, isn't it? Whole thing. What what really shitted me off so much watching qualifying was when they're talking about, oh, the Ferraris are down on pace, you know, this whole secrecy over what the FIA and stuff have done to them and said, you know, with the whole, you know, you're allowed to run one sensor, not two, and all of this shit. And we obviously know that Ferrari were cheating, but we're not allowed to say that. But that's what the whole thing was. They were bending the rules. Like... Like Red Bull's hole in the floor. Every color in black. Yeah, but everyone on the um, broadcasting was all saying the same thing. Like, oh, you know, ever since, you know, was it the American Grand Prix in last year when they got told they're being investigated and you have to take it off, they didn't get another pole position and they lost all their pace. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, and it, they obviously come up with it over the summer break because they went from not getting a single pole to after the summer break getting like, getting like six seven. in a row. <laughs> <laughs> like mm-hmm. it was it was quite obvious that they'd come up with an ingenious way of pulling more power over one lap and mm-hmm. also having overtake power. Um, it, I don't know if it affected their race pace overall as much, but yeah. It's just definitely the straight line. Did you see at the end of the race with uh, Mattia Bonotto and um, Jensen and whoever the blonde fella is, Simon, I forget his name. Yeah. They kept asking him about straight line speed. So what are you going to do about that? He just kept dodging it like, oh, you know, we're going to work on this part of the car. And then Jensen straight up just like, yeah, but that's not going to make your car faster in a straight line. <laughs> it's just like dodge, <laughs> dodge, dodge. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I. It's going to be interesting to see if we're still going to have the same number of retirements next weekend. Because how much work can you really go and do on the cars to fix them between now is almost and next week. Like, how are you going to fix anything? You don't have your factory. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like the, I think the Mercedes. Like, you can replace is parts in one week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can replace parts and sort of. But the problems they're looking at are the sort of things they go, all right, you know, they'd find the problem in Melbourne, deal with it over the Asian races, then deal with, then actually fix it when they mm. get home. They can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, how they have found some new brakes and they might have <laughs> Yeah. I think they found some problems and they'll work around the problems. Like, Cass might yeah. go to a, a big it's event on their disc that. so oh, that yeah. they, don't, they can cool them a bit better. Mercedes will be drumming into their drivers, stay off stay the off fucking the curbs. curbs when we say <laughs> he was the on the curbs curb. more than me. <laughs> yeah. Oh more than I, I, was, I don't care who did it the most. Neither of you do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't care who hit you first. Yeah. I, I wonder what Bonas thought. This is James. <laughs> yeah. He's like, shit. shit. Oh. <laughs> did you notice that Sky sort of like Crofty was. I know he's British and he's, you know, and Sky F1 is very much a pro Hamilton um, broadcast. But at the end, they're like, Mercedes should let Hamilton pass Bottas and try and push as much as he can to neglect the five second penalty. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. Take away they're also that. talking that they were saying that on the last lap on like yeah, no, turn they, seven. They didn't, <laughs> they honestly did not realize that that was the last lap because he's like, oh, and that, it's a checkered flag. <laughs> they were a little yeah, rusty, also were was a little rusty this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were saying they kept calling Lando Saints? Yeah. 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 Well, I guess it's been a while. Overall, it Brundle was, was still cool. on game loving Hamilton like uh, nobody else. Like even when <laughs> like when he first hit, it was kind of funny, I noticed. Like when the Albon Hamilton thing happened, Brundle's like, oh, you know, he can't be doing that, he can't be doing that. And then the investigation's like, oh, maybe that was his fault. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, and then it's like, oh, five second pen. I agree with that. That's the right call. That's the right that call. That was but, not enough. But but no, it was blatant. But it was just funny to watch. Been- Fifteen for a pit lane. Hamilton's actions. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they would have given a pit lane on a track so short because it's such a big penalty. Yeah, but fifteen seconds would have like... made more sense. Yeah, mm. it's it. They would have put at least they got him off the podium. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all thanks to Lando Norris pulling out that fantastic lap on the last lap. What did you see lap? the uncensored two purple version with? Yeah, he had his, oh, yeah. his engineer in his ear, like, okay, overtake button for five seconds out of turn eight, and he just yeah. guided him the whole way through that perfect lap. Like, it was Did really you cool. see the, the whole um, McLaren garage going nuts when they worked out that he got on the podium? Did you and see? How could we see, like Landon Norris run and jump into the arms of Zach Brown? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. That is a good so play little, so so small. He's yeah, like this little running. Like, <laughs> I, I got to admit something right now as well. After you watching cried. this weekend, I was pretty harsh on the fact that Daniel didn't do more to secure a seat at Ferrari. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I need to take that foot out of my mouth now because <laughs> obviously McLaren is probably not a bad place to be going to. It looks like they've got a, a very healthy team environment. Mercedes engines coming next year. Yeah, they look like they could be an actual contender. A hundred percent. Well, you sort I'm of look so at Ma- McLaren's like rebuilding phase over the last like four years or whatever you want to call it, and it kind of looks the same as Mercedes. Like you know, little successes yeah. here and there. You know, getting the team environment right, and that's what I think Lewis Hamilton to Mercedes in the first place. It was looking at what was being done in the team environment, and it just looks the same with McLaren now. They're like. They've got a really good environment around their drivers. Hopefully, these money dramas that keep popping up can get knocked on. Well, the they've head. sort of <laughs> they're sort of fixed at the moment. They've got a loan. Did oh, yeah. talking about like rich people? Did you see that Lando Norris got the phone call from the Crown Prince of Bahrain? <laughs> Live on Is that air? what that was? Yeah, and do you know how he answered the phone? Hello, hello. Oh, hoy, hoy. To actual royalty. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh my god! How's it going, no. I, I think he's my new favorite driver after Danny. Honestly, the kid's got personality. He's just yeah, um, really good. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you were saying before about yeah. Alex, the fact that he's like, you know, has that kind of approach to the racing and is very gracious. You know, Lando is like a real person. He's not a robot. He's not corporatized, and you know. Yeah, it's just it's a good person to get people, younger people, interested in the sport. But he still yeah, comes across as humble. Got, he makes fun yeah. of himself, got, which is important. We've got three <laughs> young drivers that are coming through of great stock. Like they've all done really well in in a previous 
forms of open wheelers, etc. And they've all got such different personalities, but they all get along so well. Well, we actually got four. I'm forgetting Charles as well. Um, so it, it is really interesting to see all their different sense of humors, the different way they, they attack the media as well. Like obviously Lando is all tongue in cheek, yeah. ask him a serious question. You're not going to necessarily get a serious answer where Albon's, you know, he takes it, sits there, thinks about it, gives you something serious. Like it's, it's really cool. Like I, I'm really enjoying, especially when I think last year we've seen a fair bit of them putting the four young drivers together, especially maybe not Charles as much, but. They had, um, you know, a lot of Russell, yeah, yeah George. I really want Bond, Russell, yeah. yeah, to get a better. Drive. He needs a better job. For him. He, yeah. he's, he impressed me so much this weekend. Like just he's his very, ability to get good. that time out of that that car. Yeah, and to, for it to fail at the end, it it sucked. But mm. well, uh, he he deserves. Do you, do you such reckon a he's drive. ready for a Bottas switch out next year? No, next year, yeah. I think I he would. needs to move up to a better mid-range team before he starts looking at something like that. Like he needs some know. time he in a racing car or something. Charles did two years in the Sauber. I know the Sauber was better than the the Williams. <laughs> it's but... like we're talking about going from like the bottom of the bottom of the bottom <laughs> of the we're bottom. Talking about jumping from GP two into. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting out of a Formula Ford. <laughs> it's good, it's good I don't know. I still think he's and he's you like, could put him in the seat and he would be good. I think he needs yeah. a bit more experience like running in like the pack of the midfield. Yeah, actually trying to pass cars instead of just letting them go. No. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not saying he's not capable in a faster car. I just think he'd benefit he benefit he, he won the E series championship. What was was it last year that he I'm trying to remember he had a really good race towards the end of the year. He had new tires after a safety car. I can't remember what it was and he was defending and, and, and actually attacking other cars and stuff like that. It was, it, it was not even – I don't even know if it was for a point. It was like maybe he come 11th or 12th or something like that. But it really showed that – He's got race If craft. you put him up the front, yeah. Like if you put him Ooh. in a car that could follow other cars and that could have a strength somewhere over other people, he would use that strength on them. Like it, it was actually really cool to watch. It's a bit of a shame where Williams is at the moment because – they sort of seem to be a bit of a, a black hole for drivers to end up in and then maybe not have a career afterwards. Like they buy a seat. It's hard for anyone to show their worth there at the moment. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, you did a really good job with the car, but the car's that far behind that you can't put it in yeah. front of anyone. Like well, not to put him in the same thing as Rulo, but it's a bit like Rulo when he went to LDR. Like the cars were nowhere. And then you put into a field of professionals. You're not ready. It damages but career. Yeah. to be there. Totally. It's just not good. It's not good for everyone. Hopefully, yeah, so we don't good. have too much of a technical advancement next year. When we sort of pause the technical advancement, the field sort of bunches up a bit. Mm. So hopefully, next year Williams are going to be they they're better than they were last year. They still oh, need yeah, to make it to next year's grid, though. Like their financial troubles yeah. are definitely well, no secret. Maybe they could do what Force uh, Racing Point did and just copy. Oh yeah, they didn't copy. They That's the their own design, copy. right? Yeah, <laughs> just copy, looks like copy off photos, right? <laughs> it's it's copied off photos, right? That's all. Yeah. Well, it's a bloody good not photocopy. The, <laughs> not, not all those uh, 
glasses of coffee that uh, Lance Stroll's dad Lawrence was having with Toto Wolf last year. Nothing yeah. to do with that. Nothing at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. That was only about like buying shares in Aston Martin. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. As if we're gonna like go talk about race cars. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, we've been talking for a while, so I'm going to jump onto it. Okay, yeah, right. Before we get any more controversial comments, no. Um, <laughs> we, haven't we haven't done that at all. So we're going to go through the tips. Hannah, you were current, the current, I'll tell the current standings. JD is currently leading the championship with 200 points, followed by Mitch on 194 I'm in third with 158, and Hannah is in fourth position at 119. You can call now, it lost. It's fine. My ego can take it. <laughs> I live in Victoria now. I'm used to being the sugar. <laughs> no, Jane. Victoria's got a really high score. What are you talking about? they got the biggest score. <laughs> the highest score isn't winning. <laughs> oh, like golf. Right. right. <laughs> no, Mr. Simpson, traditionally to cheat in golf, you lower your score. JD cleaned up in the last two rounds Nailed and got it. 150 points in one round. Thank you. Um, well done. The crowd applause. <laughs> uh, Mitch, you got 135 points. Um, Hannah, 79. <laughs> you got real burnt by um, yeah. Pie. Yeah. Pie, yeah. That that did you. Sorry, mate. We're not. And, and it wasn't even a hot pie. <laughs> I'm I'm off the pie cart. I know I was touting the phrase, but you know what? I, you're right. I got burnt. I I couldn't taste anything for a few days. I, you know, when you get like your tongue burnt from something really hot, and it ruins everything mm-hmm. else for you. Yeah, let's yeah. come back from that. It really is. So I feel a little um, bit sad. And well, also, in you did pretty good in Formula One. You picked up twenty five points in Formula One, but also you did Verstappen. So what we haven't actually mentioned is last time we forgot to do the Formula One tips, so we decided we'll do them from the first round for Adelaide for Melbourne. Um, so we kind of went off doing that. And to be honest, I think we all would have picked similar tips anyway. I, I actually I suggested it, and then I looked at my tips and went, "I'm happy with that." Yeah, <laughs> that's, like, yeah that's, that's pretty do. good. Oh, yeah. um, I didn't even look at what I had picked. <laughs> so, JD, you had picked Hamilton, Verstappen, and Vettel. You picked up a total of 13 points in Formula 1. Cool. Uh, Hannah, you picked up Bottas, Verstappen, and Ricardo, And you picked up 25 points. So, still better than JD. And you got two DNFs. <laughs> um, so, Bottas. Mitch, you picked Verstappen, Albon, and Hamilton. And you got 12 points. Um, I had Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, and Carlos Sainz, and picked up twenty-eight points. So I did all right in the Formula I One. That is, I'm becoming second as well as last now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we all combine. I mean, we could. No, I'm no we combine. <laughs> We're breaking late. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> your tips for this week: you've locked in Shane Van Gisbergen, and Scotty Mack, and Chaz for the supercars. Are you happy with that? Yeah, lock it in, Eddie. And Hamilton, Albon, and Lando Norris, Golden Boy Lando Norris for your yeah, Formula that's One. Yeah, my new, new favourite, apart from Danny, of course, wow. husband. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> that's actually not a bad little pick there. 
Thank you. Um, I went with Lee Holsworth, Scotty Mack, and Wincup, and Valtteri Bottas, Verstappen, and Carlos Saints. Um, Mitch, I'm just reading them all out because I've already got them on the screen, guys, and you've already. Yeah, it's fine, them. man. It's all good. Uh, Mitch, you've blocked in Shane Van Gisbergen, and Scotty Mack, and Todd Hazelwood, which Todd did really well right up until his was it his roll bars. Mm. Yeah, something anybody. happened. Andy he reckons he could. He was in line to fell. do a lot better in that race. Yeah, he was looking really racy. He got a bit of quick. Saturday's race, didn't he? What was that? In Saturday's race, did he cop some contact on like a track rejoin? I can't remember exactly the context now, but he seemed to be going really well, and then kind of got fenced out of nowhere. Oh yeah, he did at turn two. Yeah, did something happened at turn two, didn't it? Somebody overran, like basically joined Courtney. Him. Oh, maybe he locked up, ran into him, or someone ran into him. I can't remember now. Probably shouldn't say in case we're just slandering someone that didn't do anything wrong. Mitch, your Formula One tips of Verstappen, Hamilton, and Perez. So you got two Mercedes and a Red Bull. Um, JD, your tips are looking pretty good. Scotty Mack, Win Cup, and Waters. Damn you, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I went last and you all left waters on the table. I nearly forgot about and, it too. And your Formula One tips, Hamilton, Verstappen, and Charles. You're like, oh. he went last and he picked all these good drivers. What the hell? See, <laughs> <laughs> but is Charles really a good pick? He locked in. Yeah, I was going to say, Charles, Charles, I'm giving a pick because he did such a good job of being consistent, not stuffing up while everyone else is making mistakes, having yeah. failures, etc. If he can do that again this weekend, he'll be on with another podium. Yeah. Do you, do we all in agreement that the Mercedes are pretty much going to take a gearbox change penalty? They're going to have to if they want well, to. Yeah. I don't know because they keep saying it's a center issue. I don't know if it's a calibration. They can remount something. I don't know what it is, but. It sounds like they're doing gearbox damage hmm. uh, to their cars with the vibrations. So I was I doubt that oh, they're going to have five whatever it was. Five place. Sorry, I, I think they're quick enough to climb through anyway. So yeah, yeah. Well, Hamilton started fifth anyway and was up to second by the end of lap three or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Cool. They've got a pace advantage in straights and corners, so it's not hard for them to work their way through. Like they, they can outbreak everyone, and they're faster down the straight. So, uh, in the end of the day, if they can just keep the cars off the curbs a little bit more, boys, listen, <laughs> this is James. Stay off the curbs. <laughs> like they just need to honestly just keep their cars off the curbs, and they're going to walk away with anyway. He goes. Stay off the curbs, and then Valtteri just thinking to himself, I wonder what he meant by that. (laughs) (laughs) I loved, I loved, um, what's his name? Bono (laughs) to Hamilton. He's like, Those are the red and white ones, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's been a while, but curbs are those things that go bumpy. They might have thought the yellow ones, stay off them. Like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. And they fucking bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, thank you guys for joining us. Um, we managed to get through the first round of racing for 20, 
20 only took us seven months of the year to get it done. That's Ooh. amazing. Uh, um, well, at least we put two rounds out in two weeks. Well, I think we're going to do that for the next yeah. foreseeable future. Really, We've we're going to be episodes in the spin rounds of racing this year. We have, we have, <laughs> and we even took a tiny break. We did. So, yeah. go on. Yeah, go us. Go us. Well done. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for joining us. If you have anything you want to write in, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breaking late. You can send us an email at Gmail. No, we're not. Don't email at Gmail. Email breaking late <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, or you can go on Instagram. We are breaking late podcast. That's it. Um, <laughs> I'm never going to get that Instagram thing ever. <laughs> I'm Does searching up Breaking Late podcast. That's it. It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's it. We are done. Thank you very much. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>